Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome back to the Iron Brew Podcast. Just Brad Mel and Matt Ellis on this one. Um, not entirely sure how long this is going to be. We thought we should just probably get something out, given the news that's come out of the club recently. Um, our schedules between the three of us have been pretty difficult. Uh, Matt Blanchard, not on this one, but I'm sure we'll try and get an episode out this weekend after the cup game against Doncaster, and we can go in a lot more detail uh, after that game and see how the differences between the teams being, you know, from Neil Cox's team to Tony McMahon at the weekend and get his thoughts about everything that's gone on on that episode. But yeah, we thought we'd just pop on, put a little something out, just acknowledge what's been going on. So our last episode was against, uh, after Harrogate, Obviously, a very heavy defeat. Since then, we lost Forest Green. There was a bit of an improvement in the team there. We drew to Barrow, again, threw that one away, really. Beat Crawley, that was good. And then most recently lost Colchester. And then, of course, the news came out of the club yesterday that Neil Cox and Mark Lillis have been removed from their post. And then Tony McMahon and Paul Moselwhite will take charge of the team on a temporary basis this weekend. So, uh, Matt, what about you then? I mean, I'm, I'm too sized this one. I was a little bit surprised when... I read it yesterday. I was like, oh, right, this has actually happened then. Um, but on the other hand, I think there was a bit of inevitability about this one. What did you think? Yeah, I agree. I think um, I was slightly surprised just because, I mean, as many kind of Iron fans thought, you know, he, he if he was going to get rid of me, he would have gone after Harrogate. Um, and then <clears throat> he probably bought himself a little bit of time, uh, you know, after the the kind of the four points in two games. Um, so a little bit surprised to see it, see it happen now. Um, but then also not massively surprised either because I think that really it, it was only going one way, wasn't it? I think giving him another few games was only pro- prolonging the inevitable, really. And we're kind of coming into that point of the year um, where if if you want to change your manager and you want to stay up, you've got the January transfer window for that kind of last sort of you know financial role of the dice, if you like. Um, and you've got to get a manager in, you know, in, in good time for that. There's no point of bringing him in at the end of December where he's only got a couple of weeks to look at the squad. It's, it's a waste of time. You need to bring him in where he, he's going to have a few games with, with the players and, and he's going to be able to assess what he thinks that we need um, urgently to basically keep us in the league, <clears throat> which is, is is what Swan's done. And I think, you know, he kind of said he, he said he needed to make the decision. He said he couldn't just keep leaving it um, when he spoke to him beside last night. Um, and and really, it's the it's a logical decision to do it now. Um, and 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 I I think it's I personally think it's the right decision. I know it's the eighth manager being sacked in eight years, which is an absolutely abysmal record. Um, you know, obviously worst in the football league, probably by some some kind of distance, I would think. Um, but I think that you know, really, the, there's nothing else on the table at the moment other than keeping the club in the Football League, because as we've said, once we drop down that trapdoor, I can't see it's coming back. And, and I think it's a real threat to the club's long-term survival, um, you know, and its existence, really. So I think that this 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 decision needed to be made now. Um, whether he gets the right man in remains to be seen. It's not really happened for the chairman. Um, and he's had plenty of kind of 
it sort of bites the cherry at bringing the right man in and for whatever reason it's not really worked and and you know that would obviously suggest a common kind of denominator there is the chairman himself however at the minute this is all kind of pointless really the, the only important thing at the minute is is getting a manager in and and then backing that manager to keep us in the league and and that'll be it it'll be like this is this is your your remit you know job description keeps going through now at a football league club by the end of the season and that's it and and, and that's all we need we just see, need somebody who will keep us up <clears throat> yeah I, I yeah you're definitely right i mean and and I think it, what it actually comes down to, you take away that eight and eight years, that sort of stuff. For this particular decision, you know, it comes down to, did you see Neil Cox keeping us in the league? And unfortunately, I mean, I didn't. I mean, I think that's where we're at. I mean, because yes, there is everything. And, and people have made this point. They're making this point on the side last night. It's entirely valid. You know, that um, there is the embargo. There is, you know, the, the hampering of the budget, everything like that. You know, his hands are tied. They are. Yeah. But he's still he's still selected this team. Now, whether this is the team that he would have selected if he had, you know, the resources available to him, it probably isn't. But these are the players that he's brought in. We've been told this is his team. And then you look at, I don't know, you look at games. Well, I mean, Barrow, that's a, that's a good example. We we both watched that one, didn't we? Um, hmm. You know, we were, you know, we were winning that one. And the substitutions and the way we changed for no real reason. It just went so negative in the game and it was inevitable that they would equalise. And, you know, we weren't far off letting another one in, were we? Let's be honest. Yeah, um, you're right. And I thought we were going to lose that in the, in the last 10 minutes. And, and it, it kind of, it really did turn after after the substitutions and, and they didn't really work. And um, it's not the first time <clears throat> really um, that, that he's, he's made a few kind of worrying tactical decisions um, and given he's, he's relative inexperienced as a manager it's, it's not that surprising um, but obviously that's, it's no good for us in our situation at the moment um, you know, it was I mean, even when we were winning though to be honest like, I mean the one we won at, at Crawley was, it was 2-1 if I remember rightly I mean uh, I think Hippolyte to be honest I think that game Hippolyte was playing one of the better games I've seen him play yeah. uh, he got taken off I don't know if there was like an injury or anything like that I can't remember <laughs> Um, from like comments afterwards or anything like that, there might yeah. have been. I don't know, but it really did unbalance the team. And 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 in that one, you know, we won two one, but we we let them back into that one. And yes, we we I think if I remember rightly, we we actually had a bit of sustained pressure towards the end. They weren't particularly very good. You know, a, a better class of opposition. That that substitution, it that would have undone us again. It it very nearly did. Yeah, and, and obviously, you know, you. You kind of you've not got three points from that. We're, we're sort of adrift at the bottom of the league, aren't we? I know we are at the bottom now, but that would have been even worse. And I think that, um, yeah, it's, <clears throat> I think that's it really. I think that's it because really, it's his it's his squad. Um, you know, he's picked the. I mean, there's there's some kind of sort of legacy players, if you like, from that bizarre summer um, last season um, when we brought in you know untold amount of donkeys. Um, but I think for the most part, it's his squad and it's as close as it was going to get. He's had a full summer. Um, to, to decide who he was going to bring in. And I think Swan even said last night that they didn't miss out on many of the targets. So these are the players that Cox has identified um, and brought in. Um, and, and obviously, the, the, up to this point, they've not been good enough. But <clears throat> having said that, you know, you can have a relatively sort of a team low on quality, but you can still do well in this league. Um, you know, if the tactics are right, you know, if you're well organised, you're well drilled, you know, um, you know how to keep possession, you're pretty streetwise, you can still grind out results and, and you know, kind of finish sort of mid-table and be nowhere near the relegation zone. And I'm sure that, you know, if, if, we, if we did have a more experienced manager who knew how to drill his teams in that way, 
we've still got a little bit of quality in this squad that probably would have been enough to kind of keep us sort of like lower mid-table. You know, you've got Loft, who, who, who will score goals. I think Scrimshaw will as well. Um, you know, the defence on paper looks pretty good. You know, we've still got really good players in midfield. You know, Green, even though he's hit and miss, you've got um, obviously Beeston, who's really good. And, and you know, things like that. So really, you know, a manager with this team should still be able to to get it to perform better, and um, we're only we're only what one point <clears throat> off safety anyway, isn't it? You know, so if if yeah. you a bit more sort of know how of seeing out games, and you know, not just chucking away stuff in like the first twenty minutes as we did at the weekend, and you know, as obviously as we did at Harrogate <coughs> yeah, the other month. We've done it. Exactly, it, we've done it know, too many times. And just think, pick up a couple more points, don't you? And 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 that's that's how we're going to do this if we are going to do this. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And I think that, you know, more experienced manager would, would be able to help the team with that. And that's probably what we get. Um, and I think that, yeah, it's, it's just like, you know, a few occasions this season we have been kind of really close to getting, you know, a couple more wins. And if we had done it, mean, maybe a couple more draws where we've kind of thrown it away in the last minute, you know, you're looking at low mid table and that's how fine the line is. But I think that just looking at kind of Cox's tactics um, and things like that, I, I just, I couldn't see it personally. And I didn't think that he would be the man to keep yeah. us up. And and you know I mean he only barely did it last just did it last season. If it was a couple of games longer last season, we would have gone down. It's as simple as that. Yeah. Um, so you know the, the, these kind of fine margins. And unfortunately, I just don't think Cox um, would have been able to do it. Unfortunately, and of course we always we wanted him to do it. You know, uh, kind of affinity with the club and stuff like that. And I, I really kind of appreciated how how honest he came across in most of his interviews and things like that. And he seemed like a genuine guy. And I just think that it's it's just not worked. And and now is is the time to 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 kind of get rid of him really and and, and you know in, in that sense that the, the chairman has made the correct decision and I think that most Scunthorpe fans agree with it we, we don't agree in the manner it's happened you know with like the, the kind of the amount of managers have been sacked over the, the last uh, the last eight years but right now this is the correct decision for the club um, and I don't think anyone can really argue it's not no, you're right. I mean, and you've got to look at it. This, the ultimate aim now is is just staying in the football league, isn't it? You know that, and that is where we've got to be. That's what what the next manager, whoever that may be, that's just the target. You know, we're not really looking beyond this season now, are we? It's just a case of we've got to stay up. Do you think? Um, you know, you mentioned there about Cox, obviously being from here, he's affinity from the club. Do you think that's what maybe kept him in the job a little bit longer? Because I know fans were calling for this you know, quite a while ago, weren't they? Like even before Harrogate. And then I thought it might have happened after the Harrogate game. I thought after Forest Green, when it didn't happen then, I thought, okay, well, maybe we will just, you know, we might just keep him with him and seeing how we go this season. Um, do you think this sort of additional month, if you like, from Harrogate, do you think it was, because Peter Swan said last night, didn't he? He said he really wanted, you know, a local lad to succeed with this team. And I think we all did really, didn't we? We all did, but... Obviously, it hasn't happened and, you know, we have to move past that. But do you think that's why he's maybe kept the job a little bit longer than some people would have would have had him in place? Yeah, I, th- I think <clears throat> I think it's a combination of things. I think it's probably a combination of that, um, you know, it, this was kind of a project that someone wanted to work. And, and obviously, Cox has been in post as, as long as any manager has for a long time, hasn't he? Um, so it's yeah, just okay. like that kind of longevity. And, and, and there's value to that as well. That there's value to that stability and that longevity of having a manager here for more than one season, really. And I think that that's something that the chairman would have wanted to try and keep hold of as long as possible. But unfortunately, it's just not worked. I think it's it's that it, there's probably a little bit in there about the bereavement, which is you know nobody's fault, um, which obviously would have impacted, obviously, the manager and the players and things yes, like that. You know, nobody can do anything about that. And there's that... Um, um, and you know, and and I think that you know the kind of the the the, the recent results. There's been a little bit of an upturn. <clears throat> um, 
Yeah, I mean, that... look at, I mean, the performance-wise, I mean, Forest Green, there was a response um, from Harrogate. You know, the first half, we, we were okay. You know, we played quite well. In the end, it is results-based, isn't it? You know, and yes, there was a there was a turnaround, but we did still lose. Um, Crawley, yeah, that was that was there was some good stuff in there as well. We got the win, that that was good. It did look like we were picking up slightly. And I think even second half at the weekend, you know, but it it, it was just a case of we, you know, the damage is done early on in those twenty minutes, isn't it? You know, when we, yeah. we let two in, and and I, I just think that sometimes we just don't know how to recover from that as a team. No, and, and it's it's that little bit of naivety, really, um, a little bit of lack of experience. But I don't know if we can use that as an excuse anymore because the team has got experienced players yeah, in exactly. there now. Um, but it it seemed to happen so often, um, you know. And if I obviously if if I go to a game or something like that, and, and I kind of look at my Twitter, and I'm I'm probably doing something a Saturday afternoon, like I'm sure a lot of Iron fans are nowadays, other than going to Glenford Park. Um, and then I just look at the Twitter feed, and it's like, oh, you know, we're we're two 0 down, and it's ten minutes into the game, we're like. It just happens so often. And it's just, I don't know what it is that like mm. whatever he'd been kind of saying to him in training throughout the week, which he was obviously really, uh, obviously keen to highlight how we've had a good week of training. Uh, and then we were 2 0 down in 10 minutes. Yeah. And it happens so often. Um, so I'm not really sure what was going wrong there. But it's just that that initial stability. And it's just like, you know, why can't we get half time without conceding a goal? Um, we just, it's something we just didn't seem to be able to do. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, you just got to look at the stats, don't you? And I mean, Andy's, Andy put this up, who's iron stats on Twitter. Uh, Neil Cox's record as iron manager, 69 games, 15 wins, 15 draws, 39 defeats. So that's 21.74% win ratio. But as what we've just been saying, you know, goals conceded 113 you know, only 58 scored. So that's 14 clean sheets and 30 that we failed to score in. So, I mean, 113 goals, that's that's an awful lot. I think that the, the worrying one about that is <clears throat> in 69 games, we failed to score in 30, 30 of them. Yeah. And that is just unforgivable. And I think that given the fact that we were, we always liked to, as we just said, like concede an early goal. And if you not know you're not going to score, then the game's effectively over within the first 10 minutes of a lot of those games. And the players will be thinking that as well. Think, shit, we've conceded early again. We never score. What the fuck are we going to do? And the heads drop, you know what I mean? And that will, you know, I'm sure that would have been kind of a, a pretty common occur occurrence really. And, and, and that kind of that sheet there is, is just, it's, 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 it's abysmal really. Yeah. And that on that alone justifies that kind of manager. And I know there's, and I know there's obviously been other factors that all contribute to that, you know, the, the injuries and the transfers and you know the money and the budget and everything but it is results based isn't it and especially when you're down the bottom of the league it it's what it's what matters isn't it um should we maybe just look forward slightly so obviously this weekend we've got FA Cup um home game Doncaster uh, obviously a bit of a bad state themselves aren't they uh, Tony McMahon's going to take that one with Paul Muzzle White and I think what I've noticed certainly at the home games recently is that Tony McMahon appeared to be doing the assistant manager's role anyway. He was certainly the one like on the touchline. He's the one shouting across the players. Um, so I, I do think he's had quite an involvement in this team already. Um, I know we speculated when he was brought in, didn't we, that you know maybe this is somebody that we're looking at. I don't know, maybe developing, but if the 23s came back, something like that. I think from the interview last night, I, I don't get the impression it's going to be him full time because I think Peter Swan was quite clear that that would be an awful lot of pressure. And I think he's probably keen to avoid a like a Nick Dawes situation again, you know, where it, if he takes it temporary, we get a couple of wins, you know, he has no choice really but to offer him the job and he probably doesn't really want to do that. You know, I think 
I think we are going to need experience at this point, aren't we? But yeah, what, what do you make of, of those two taking charge at the weekend? Are you surprised that they've stayed or, or did you think they were going to go with them? No, I, I think that um, that's probably what I kind of expected, yeah. you know, and I think, you know, it's, it's kind of well documented that probably, you know, McMahon's kind of got aspirations to be a manager and, and you know, I, I've absolutely no problem with that. I, I as you said, it's, 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 it would be a huge risk if that's what we decided to do and went down that route. Um, I don't think so. We need to just bring somebody in with some experience. Um, but I think that, you know, the game against Donny, it's, it's a bit of a free hit, isn't it? It's, it's the FA Cup. I think it's, it's quite, it's, it's fallen quite nice actually, because again, it gives the manager a little, uh, sorry, um, the chairman a little bit of breathing room to bring somebody in because yeah. it's not an immediate league game. It's, kind of you know it'd be nice if we went through and we beat Doncaster I don't know what the attendance is going to be like there's probably going to be more away fans there than home fans well we play um, them again on the Tuesday <coughs> night don't we in the we do yeah, check a trade yeah. so it's almost like two games for a little bit of experimentation yeah and, it, and it, it's that bit a little bit of breathing room isn't it as you just said so I think that you know given that and, and it's, it's actually really good timing if you like to, to remove a manager um yeah I think that I, I expected that um I, I can't imagine that even though at the moment looking at the um the betting card um man's five to one um, to become the next manager. I, I, I can't see it no. um, personally. And I don't it, think he's just, I mean, it's it. there because it makes sense, doesn't it? He's here. He's temporary yeah. charge at the weekend. So it's fairly likely that he, he feasibly could be given the job, you know, yeah, he's exactly. a sort of cheap appointment. You could, you could go that route if you wanted to. That's why he sort of got mm. short odds. Um, but yeah, should we have a look at like long-term? I mean, mm. We, we've sort of both said, haven't we, I think experience is probably the way we're going to need to go this time. Um, I mean, Keith Hill's on that list, isn't he? I think he probably makes sense. I mean, similar size clubs he's managed. I feel yeah. like he, he might keep us up, you know? I think potentially yeah. that's that's <clears throat> maybe one. I think so, yeah. I think, you know, I think you can. it's, it's kind of sort of obvious why Keith... You see of, why he's up there, yeah. Yeah, because he's, he's got that kind of lower league, sort of smaller club experience, you know, he, he's kind of, you know, he's always sort of like kept clubs up above the relegation zone, you know, kind of like lower mid-table, um, you know, kind of serious experience of the lower leagues, um, which is, is kind of what we need, I think. Um, and at the moment, and it's like, what, what time are we recording this? It's, it's sort of like one o'clock. Um, and he keeps sort of top of the list at five mm. to one. Um well, but, should we should we look at the the, the elephant in the room as well? Uh, yeah. Because, I mean, well, listen, <laughs> listen. <laughs> look, we've not said we've not said we've it not yet, said we? it. We've but, not mentioned his name. Listen, Matt's not here, so we can <laughs> because we got quite excited about this last night, didn't we? Um, yeah. Listen, listen. Nigel's just been sacked, hasn't he, from Charlton? Um, if you'd have asked me at six o'clock yesterday, I'd have said there's absolutely no chance in the world that we're getting Nigel Lankins to come back in here. You know, I'd say, why would he even be interested? Why, you know, why would we look at that? However, you know, that interview last night, I, I don't know. I still think it's very, very, very unlikely. But I think there's an outside chance that he might at least be considered. I mean, what was the comment? Was it, it whether it was a slip of the tongue or, you know, whatever? It might have just been misspoken, but he said he was not the only applicant. Which, you know, yeah, which not which a denial. That, not that, a denial. Nigel Atkins has applied for the job. And, well, the more I think about this, the more I think about this, I don't know. The more I feel like it, it makes sense in a way. Listen, one from Peter Swan's point of view, he's got to get fans back on side, hasn't he? You know, it, we, he talked about like revenue and stuff last night, didn't he? But he needs fans back on side. Nigel Atkins is a guaranteed way of doing that. Now, I'm, listen, I know since well, pretty much since Southampton, you know, his career project uh, trajectory has not been great. I mean, 
Reading, not a lot there. Chef United, they hated him, didn't they? Um, Hull, I don't... What was Hull? Was he sort of mixed there, wasn't he? I, I can't really remember. <clears throat> and then Yeah, Charlton. I think it was a little bit up and down. Yeah, and then Charlton recently. So, you know, it, it's not been masses of successes, has it, since then? So, potentially, I mean, you know, he came in, he kept us up. It, it improves his stock a little bit, doesn't it? You know, the fans are probably, I think, are very unlikely, whatever happened to turn on Nigel, in some regards, it's... It, it would be a safe bet. It's whether he'd want to come back. It's whether Swan and Atkins would work together. I don't know. I mean, listen, look, like I say, six o'clock yesterday, I think absolutely no chance. Wouldn't even be considering it. I, I've sort of let myself, like I've tried to justify to myself why this would work, you know, <laughs> because <laughs> I just like the idea of him coming back, you know? <laughs> yeah, um, I agree. And <clears throat> probably about a week ago for everybody I mean, I I was uh, I tweeted something about about Nige coming home um, after just after Charlton sacked him, um, and it was it was very tongue in cheek. Let me yeah, let me show yeah, you. Yeah. I you know completely pie in the sky, um, but now not so much. Um, I don't know what it is. I just think that it, it makes more sense the more I think about it. Yeah. Um, and it still sounds crazy to me when I say you know what I mean. Um, you know, and I've actually been who's managing the Premier League. Um, you know, he, he's got kind of a well. I mean, he has got a bit of a messianic status. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Um, you know, and it and it, it's it's sort of it's I don't know. It's it's kind of aligning in a really weird way that it's sort of speaking. You know, kind of prophecy. Um, and it's like you know he's just been sacked. You know, stuff like that. So, um, which is all complete nonsense, of course. It's it's just the way things have happened. Um, but I think that. Uh, you know, it just, I just tick a lot of boxes, wouldn't it? You know, it, it, it takes too it many get boxes. the fans back on side. It, you know, I mean, yeah. he wants a way of getting fans back in the door. That would certainly do it. There's no other way to do it, like apparently Nigel Atkins. Like, is is it? You get a thousand back. I do believe. It, you yeah, get a thousand I think back. He's he's the silver bullet, isn't he? I can't personally see him working with Swan. Um, no. I just can't see it. I'm not saying, but so it's like, yeah, he's just a silver bullet. You know, he, he's kind of. He's the motivator, isn't he? Isn't he? You know what I mean? And I think that um, he's got experience in lower league football. Um, you know, of course, he has. Um, and I think that I think at that at the moment, that's what we need that kind of motivation because um, it's it's just it's just gone so flat. And I think that you know, to, to, it's one of those things that you, you really need. You need a man manager. You need a motivator basically to keep out the relegation zone in, in our kind of current situation. Um, and I think that you know, given the fact that he, he's currently without a club, and if we are. If, if, if what the chairman said last night is is, is true, um, and I still can't believe it personally, um, but if it, I mean, he did, he said it live and or he said, Nigel, he's not the only one to have I mean, applied it, for the job. It could just <clears> been <throat> like, you know, it was quite a fast conversation. You do just trip up, don't you? It's, it's yeah. easy done. It's, you know, that's, but then, you know, there was a pause and there wasn't a denial. A long now, pause. Would, would Nigel apply? I, I don't know, you know? Apparently, he apparently has, you know. Well, you um, know, you know I mean, apparently has. Um, but, but yeah, so, from, I mean, f- apparently 50 have as well, you know. So, yeah, but I mean, you know, the sort you know, of types that, it's always the time, 50. You know, it's always yeah. 50. <laughs> it's, well, isn't it? It's like this, the same people play every time. Yeah. It's weird. Um, but yeah, and, and really, you want this chairman to sort of like have somebody in mind before he sacks the current manager um, to at least have thought about it, you know. Given I, the I think he has. I think yeah. he has because I think. I think if it was a more of like, say, a rash sacking, if you like, I think it would have been after Harrogate because I think, you know, 6-1, that's when it would have happened. I, I I think, I mean, he said, didn't he, on the interview that there's, what was it? Was he said three or four that he sort of <clears throat> would like to have sort of conversations that he's thought about before maybe bringing them in as well? 
Um, I, I think I think there's somebody in mind. Definitely, I do. Yeah, I mean that has to be. I mean, it, it makes no sense to just get. And Nigel's not been sort of, you know, he, he's not just been sacked. He's, he's been out of work for what? It must have been about three, two, three couple weeks. Of weeks couple like of weeks. Yeah. Least, so yeah. It, 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 it must be in the back of someone's mind. Um, despite the fact that you know, I don't, I don't know. And it, it was spelled out to him pretty, um, pretty kind of clearly last night on Humber's side, you know, would you offer the job to Nigel? And he said, yes or no. And so obviously, you know, it, it, it'll be well within kind of his thinking at the moment. And, and you know, and surely if he's applied, he, he's got to be the first man you talk to, hasn't he? I mean, you know, he should be going out to ring him, but if, if he's, if he's applied for the king job, you know, you need to be, you need to be speaking to him. <laughs> and if that's the case, I'm sure he will. And, and you know, it's just hopefully the, um, you know the expectations are realistic. You know yeah. stuff like that. I mean, I realise that you know we can't afford kind of what we could before. But I mean, Nigel, and, you know, he'll know that. And um, it's a very different time as well at the club, isn't it? You know, we've not got the players we had in two thousand and six. It's going to be a very different job, isn't it? It won't be even if he came back. It's not going to just suddenly click back to how it was sort of nearly twenty years ago, is it? No, exactly. And and that's a, it's a worry as well, because at the minute, he, as I said, he, he's got kind of like mythic like status, you know, what I mean, he's, he's like seen as sort of like the Messiah and things like that. But if he came back and it went wrong, it really tarnishes his, his kind of memory that, that we've got, you know what I mean? And that's a risk as well for a lot of fans to think, oh, you know, and how would he get on with Swan and things like that? But then because the stakes are so high, you've got to try it because your, your football league status is at stake. And you're only like at the minute, we're only what one or two points off safety at the minute. I know, you know, this league is bad. You know, there's a lot of poor teams in this league. We've seen them already. The, the worry was that Neil Cox wouldn't be able to, you know, see out the games, like have that little bit of know-how to get sort of, you know, a couple of draws, a couple of wins here and there. A more experienced manager, you know, yeah, we might, it's not going to, they're not just whoever it is, you know, Keith Hill, Atkins, whoever, anyone. They're not going to come in. We're not. I don't think we'll start just winning every game overnight. You know, no. <clears throat> we might get a couple more draws, and if you just amass a little bit, you know, point at a time here and there, it might just be enough to just to get us over the line this season. You know, at least <laughs> whoever it is, I imagine yeah. it's probably only going to be till May, isn't it? Anyway, you know, exactly. I mean, and and you just look at the table. We're sort of like one point adrift the goal difference is horrific but, yeah. but like sort of like one point adrift and as you said if, if we had sort of if we had just won the game against Barrow which we should have done really yeah um you know you look you, you, it changes it doesn't it zone, and it makes so much difference yeah. and I think that you know we're only 15 get I say only but we are 15 games in um so you know you still got a lot of games to play and there's a lot to play for so um you know I, I thought it was interesting um he said the comment was did he say he's like he'd looked at sort of these these 15 and then the last season's 15 and it was only something like, what was it? Something like 13 points or something like that. Yeah. And I thought that, really, that's, really that's a good way of looking at it really, isn't it? I mean, it's like you say, you know, we, we only just stayed up last time around. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and it's just like that and coupled with the, the kind of really low points tally at the moment. Cause I think he, he said, didn't he? So was it like one win in the last 15 games of last season? Something, um, like, or that, something yeah. like that. It was, and, wasn't it? It was, I mean, remember back to, well, where was it? Was it, we got real, real close one game. It was Grimsby mm. winning at some point. Was it against? I want yeah. to say. Exeter? Yeah, we hammered Grimsby at home, didn't we? No, not us. Um, I want to say like towards the end of the season, and they scored quite late on, and we thought actually no, we genuinely might go down this year now. Yeah, yeah, we did think that. Um, and I think that given that 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 was that one win in the last fifteen, the last season, and this season you've got two wins in the first fifteen. Yeah, it's and it's, a minus eighteen goal difference. It's, it was it, coming. Yeah, it, I mean Jesus Christ, when you really look at it like that. 
in, in kind of a in, in a results-based light, it's just like a miracle he's he's, he's lasted this long, you know. Yeah. Um, but I mean, he hasn't. Well, he hasn't. He's gone now. But um, you know, and, that, and that's the way it is. But you know, we are bottom of the league, um, and we are in a real mess. But you know, there is there is a way out. Um, and if the appointment <laughs> if the, the appointment is right, <laughs> exactly. And if the appointment is right, um, I think we we should be okay. Um, because just just given the fact that despite you know the fact that the, the squad is relatively poor, however, we've been kind of a, a couple of inches away from yeah. getting a couple more wins and a couple more draws, and and you're looking at maybe kind of sitting on 15 points instead of 11. Yeah, I mean, um, like so, we should have beat Sutton. You know, we should have beat Sutton earlier on in the season. There's, <clears> there's, <throat> there's been a few games like that, definitely. Exactly, and it's just yeah. that kind of lack of streetwise sort of like nurse, if you like, that that we've kind of not had, and and and, and sort of like that conceding the early goals pretty much every game we play um and it's it, and it's just not just not work but i i feel that if we get the right man in he should be able to get something out of this current squad and then given the fact that you know a promise i would think from the chairman saying i'm bringing you in this is what you've got obviously until january however there will be money available in in whatever incarnation it needs to be if we need to move some things around to get rid of some players whatever it is there'll be something available there'll be a budget there for you to bring in you know i don't know you know, three to five players that are going to make a big sort of imprint on this team and really help it move it sort of like further up the table. Because as we said, we're not that far off. I mean, we did it last January, didn't we? We did it last January. I mean, you know, Jem came in, Brown came in, you know, it it did it, didn't it? You know, it was just that little little additions that we probably could have done with at the start of the season, but it did help in in January. Yeah. So it's that. Um, And, you know, whether that's going to be Atkins or, or somebody else, I don't know. You know, I, I think that it, you know, I, I've got kind of like out of three, probably I'm thinking probably Keith Hill. Yeah. I'm still want Atkins to be in there. It's not going to be in my, my mind. And then one from the group of kind of sort of like long, longer odds managers. And you're looking at people like Chris Beach. You're looking at mm. people like um, Michael Flynn. I mean, Flynn, Flynn sure would be good, but, he's, but I, don't, I can't yeah. see him coming here. You know, it's, exactly. it's a you're long hacking. way to relocate and anything. You know, I, I don't think he'd, he'd come to the sort of no. this size club, really. No, exactly. Hecking bottom, you've got yeah. Hayes on there. Yeah. Uh, you know, th- there's some nonsense on this list, but th- there's some kind of ones that you could see being candidates and... and uh, I would, you know, probably say that Atkins probably must, must be up there, at least in 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 Swan's thinking. And then even if he sort of speaks to him and and, and they can't agree on whatever yeah. it is, then fair enough, you move on. Um, but I think that he, well, he that there's there's gonna be a conversation between Nigel Atkins and the chairman in the next few weeks. I think let's end there, shall we? Um, yeah. So it's just little, just little chat, obviously, between us two, and then we'll we'll get Matt's thoughts. Uh, on on the next episode, which hopefully will be after the the cup games, like I say, a little bit of a little bit of a free hit one, really, isn't it? And chance to sort of see what if well, if there's many changes to the teams or or the formation or anything like that, you know, see see how it goes. We will obviously follow the news uh, coming out of the club in the next couple of days, and and of course something we've not said, but I think it does go without saying is is obviously we wish Neil Cox and Mark Lewis the best going forward, and and I hope Neil Cox does get somewhere else because as as you said earlier on, Matt, you know he, he does cross come across well, you know he is a good guy, and we've had them both on here, you know they've been they were good to us, and you know it, it's a shame that it didn't work out, it, but it it just it wasn't working, was it? You know, and I think we did need the change, and yeah, we'll. Uh, We'll see what comes of this in the next sort of couple of days and weeks. So thank you for listening to this one. Next episode will be fairly soon. I am I'm pretty certain of that. Um, yeah, we'll see you next time. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.